Hello and welcome to Mystical Frequency. I am your host, Jen, also known as Celestial Light Witch, and my pronouns are they, them. I am an intuitive card reader and spiritual practitioner. This podcast is all about spirituality, energy work, tarot, astrology, and all the mystical things in the universe. Every week, we talk about mystical topics as we try to grasp the understanding of the universe and our human journey. We'll have some guests share their take on their spirituality, because as we all know, everyone's journey and practices never look the same. I'm excited to share this space with you and open our minds together through this journey called life. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to Mystical Frequency. My name is Jen, pronouns are they, them, and I'm also known as Celestial Light Witch. Welcome back to the show. I am so happy you are here today. Today we have a very juicy topic and one that I feel like can really resonate with a lot of us. I mean, if you're a human being and you desire connection and an understanding in regards to what connections mean to you, this is your episode. Today, we are going to be diving deep into soulmates, karmic connections, and the infamous twin flames. I'm going to talk a little bit about what each of them mean, as well as give you my opinion and my take on how I feel about all of those things. But before we get started, I did have a very exciting announcement. I have been having this in the works for this past week and I finally launched it today. Today is the day where you can join my Patreon account. I am so excited to have opened this new account for those of you who wish to support the podcast on a monetary form. I'm very excited to share this with you and to build connections with you on a more personal level. I have three tiers in my Patreon account. The Celestials will grant you membership shoutouts, general support, exclusive voting power, and live Q&As. And that is the first tier, and that is $5 a month. And then we have the Lights tier, which will grant you a little bit more, uh, a little behind-the-scenes content, digital downloads, live Q&As, exclusive voting power, early access to certain episodes or exclusive episodes, as well as membership shoutouts, video tutorials, lessons. And I'm also working on getting some workshops going with you all as well. So if you want to be a part of the lights, this is your opportunity to do it. And that one is $10 a month. And lastly, we have the witches tier, which is $15 a month. And this is all about having a monthly card pool you're going to be getting behind the scenes content live q a's exclusive voting power early access membership shout outs as well as a private community so my witches tier is more one-on-one -on -one. it's more having personal conversations with myself as well as getting first dibs on video tutorials when it comes to meditations i will be having a lot of exciting things coming for the witches tier but if you want to just start off with the celestials tier to just kind of get a little taste of what's going on that's what i would recommend you do if you wish to support the podcast in a monetary way and of course you're able to that is now available on patreon slash celestial light witch so i am very excited to share that with you all and i hope to see you there 
So now we're going to get started with our episode, and I think I'm going to start off with the juicy one, with the concept of twin flames. And the reason I wanted to do this episode is because I just finished two documentaries surrounding twin flames and this cult group that is being exposed and... I really recommend it. There are two. There's one on Netflix called Escaping Twin Flames. And then there's another one on Prime Video, I believe. And it's called Escaping Twin Flames Universe, Desperately Seeking Soulmate. And it's about this cult that was created a few years back. And many people were tricked into joining this cult and... Um, really cutting out their families and it's just a very interesting documentary and I really recommend you all go watch it because I feel like Twin Flames kind of blew up back in 2020 the concept of Twin Flames and a lot of us including myself kind of fell into this you know idea that we need to find our Twin Flame in order to be happy and I really feel like that can be a little dangerous if I'm being honest because sometimes I feel like people take it to the point where it's like, I can't find love until I find my twin flame. And then it becomes kind of an unhealthy concept. And I really just want to educate you on what the differences between twin flames, karmic connections and soulmates are. So you could kind of really make your own decision on like what your beliefs are. I'm not saying that what I believe is the correct thing. I will never say that i think use your own discernment and i respect what it is that you believe but i'm just gonna kind of dig into what the meanings are since we are starting with the twin flames part i do want to do a little backstory on where this mythology came from so it's actually a greek mythology and i'm reading from this source it was published on medium.com and this article is called the truth about twin flames and this article was written by Manj Bara, and the theory is based on work of Plato. Quotes, Plato asserts that Zeus created man and women by splitting an androgynous being into two. He did this because he feared the power of humans. Both would long for reuniting during the separation and spend their lives searching for their other half. So that's a little bit of the backstory of like where this concept comes from. And I'm actually going to be diving into this article I found. And it, this article is called, Yes, There's a Difference Between Twin Flames, Soulmates, and Karmic Connections. And this article was written by Raven Ashok. And you can find it on hellogiggles.com. I will link it in the show notes. So Twin Flames, quotes, deeply connected at the soul level. They are the same soul split into two physical bodies. End quote. Quote, because twins are so closely connected at a soul level, they share the same core frequency and will recognize themselves in one another. The essence of the twin flame journey is rarely to end up together. It's more expansion, empowerment, and sovereignty. Karmic relationships are often mistaken for twin flame connections simply because of the intense feeling and emotion felt. So as a spiritual person, that is also a hopeless romantic. When I first learned about the concept of twin flames, I think as a hopeless romantic, we yearn for a connection 
a soul connection and a love connection with somebody else. And I think as we grow up, especially if we are hopeless romantics, we start to kind of glamorize this idea that there's only one set person that is meant to be in our lives forever. And there's only one type of love that you can ever feel in each lifetime. And I feel like that is where the misconception with twin flames kind of comes about. And a lot of also misconception I have felt is the fact that most of us don't incarnate with twin flames. At least that's my belief. I do. I do. A part of me does believe that twin flames are real, but I, a bigger part of me realizes that most of us don't incarnate with our twin flames because I feel like I almost see it as like a version of your higher self, a, a version of yourself that you kind of need on the other side to kind of guide you through this lifetime. And, you know, the people that do experience incarnating with their twin flames, they embark on this huge journey. And a lot of the time from what I've heard and from what I've known a lot of the time you don't end up with your twin flame if you do incarnate with them. It's actually very rare. And a lot of people don't realize that. A lot of people, you know, assume that that is your end-all be-all type of love story and you live happily ever after. But it's actually not quite exactly like that. When I first started learning about twin flames, I also heard that you know, there's certain requirements of like knowing whether you have met your twin flame. A lot of the time there's an age gap. A lot of the time you live pretty far away from each other. There's a difference in cultures. There's a lot of different things that I've heard, whether those things are true or not. I cannot say. I'm not really sure. Um, that could be a thing, but that's my little two cents on twin flames. We will kind of go back into it but next I want to talk about soulmates so what is a soulmate what's most significant about a soulmate is that you can have more than one soulmate in a lifetime so unlike a twin flame connection you can have multiple soulmates in each lifetime it can be anything from a lover to a friend to a family member deep down a soulmate is a friend it's a connection that feels comfortable, safe, stable, and easy. You can tell you've met a soulmate instantly when you feel at home instantly. Quotes, every connection you make in life is about your growth. What you experience with a soulmate is enjoyable, easy, unproblematic most of the time. So the concept of soulmates, I... I'm more subscribed to the idea of soulmates simply because I don't really want to be with somebody where I am constantly triggered in a negative way. And I think at the end of it all, I want to be with a soulmate. With a soulmate, it just feels easy. And whenever I am doing like a love reading for tarot or something like that, giving advice to friends, I always like to remind them that if a relationship is meeting its challenges constantly and there is constantly a feeling of feeling uncomfortable, feeling triggered in a negative way, you not being happy, having to try extra hard to make it work, that to me doesn't, doesn't lead me to believing that that's a soulmate. That leads me to believe that you are in a karmic connection 
and you have to learn from that connection and there has to be some cycles that need to come to a close and come to an end. So that's a little reminder of what a soulmate is like. And like the article said, it doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic soulmate. It could literally be your sister, your cousin, your best friend. We can have multiple soulmates in our lifetime, even love-wise. You can have multiple loving partners in a lifetime. And having a soulmate simply means that you've already lived a lifetime with them before. And that's why I feel so familiar. That's why I feel so easy with them. So now it leads us to karmic connections. A karmic partner is a soul that you agreed to work with in this lifetime. Someone who you may have unresolved karma with. Unlike soulmate connections, the growth that you experience with a karmic partner will feel very uncomfortable. Karmic partners showcase the kinds of wounds we need in order to heal. They're often very challenging connections. This is why karmic relationships are often confused for twin flame relationships. They constantly trigger something within you. So I think most of us experience karmic connections, especially at the beginning of our lifetime, especially when we are starting to date and, you know, we get hurt, we get cheated on, we get betrayed, and sometimes it can be extremely painful. So this leads us to the end of the article where the question is, is if everyone has a soulmate and karmic connection, does everyone have a twin flame? The simple answer is no. The complicated answer, you might have one, just not in this lifetime. You may have one, they might just not be here in this lifetime or in this dimension. Twin flames are rare. The twin flame path is about meeting ourselves, building a relationship with ourselves. Those are the differences between twin flames, soulmates, and karmic connections. So I want to hear from you. What type of relationships have you encountered in this lifetime thus far? Can you identify whether you are in a soulmate connection, a twin flame connection, or a karmic connection? So I hope this got you thinking about the relationships you have encountered thus far in your life and kind of helped you understand the concept of what twin flames are and what it is that you want out of the relationships you encounter throughout your lifetime. My personal two cents in regards to all three, I've definitely had my share of karmic connections. I think most of the connections I have experienced have been karmic connections. I've learned a lot. I'm only 32, but I feel like I have a lifetime of lessons that I have learned, especially in the love department. As far as twin flame connections, I think it's a cute scenario. I think it's a, you know, sweet idea that, you know, maybe we do have a twin flame out there, whether it's, you know, in real life or if it's in a different dimension. Personally, I I think it's a beautiful concept. However, I also feel like it could be very dangerous and damaging. And I feel like I hear so many people saying like, oh, I, I know I found my twin flame or I know this person's my twin flame, but I do want to advise you to kind of open your mind to maybe the other possibilities. The reason I say that is simply because I 
watched these documentaries about what people yearn for and the whole concept of twin flames can be kind of dangerous when you think about it sometimes it's even obsessive and i say that because that's kind of something i went through when i started my enlightenment when i first thought that the person that was my twin flame was my twin flame i kind of went nuts y'all and that's how i know it can be damaging thankfully i didn't let it be damaging for me in the sense of like being obsessive and like some of these people in this documentary got arrested because you know the cult leader was like forcing them to go after their their twin flame so-called twin flame and then they got arrested because they had a restraining order you know not to that extreme but to the point where that's all i would think about and i would be doing my healing not for myself but for this so-called twin flame and I think that is actually what defeats the purpose of having that divine union with a twin flame. I think overall, all that matters is your relationship with yourself, no matter what relationship you are in, no matter what connection you are in. If you're in a soulmate connection, karmic connection, or twin flame connection, putting yourself first and prioritizing your self-love should be at your forefront. And that's my loving advice to you. I hope that this helped in some way and kind of helped you understand the differences between each connection. Please don't be a stranger and feel free to send me some feedback about this episode. And if you would like to send a request on what you would like me to talk about next, please do. So I'm going to pull an oracle card today. I haven't pulled oracle cards in a hot minute so i'm gonna go ahead and just shuffle and see what spirit has to say to us today and the card i pulled was the bloom creations realize right time harvest celebrate this card is all about reaping the reward for what you've created dreams manifested into matter it's a confirmation that you're currently in the bloom phase of your cycle of growth or that you're about to be the bloom is when we're at our fullest. The sun is shining, things are bountiful, and we're at our most expansive. The deep roots of our dreams have been realized. We're blooming. We've made it to where we long to be. We're likely visible and out in the world. Life is often adventurous, energetic, positive, and good. This card comes with a message to embrace and enjoy this moment. Celebrate what you've created. Enjoy what is to come to you revel in it bask in the beauty drink in the nectar be nourished by the sweet scent of what's now in the physical enjoy the harvest stop and smell the roses of life life is cyclical and the bloom won't be at its fullest forever your work through the seasons of your life have brought you to this point don't take the bloom for granted enjoy it while it's here but don't hold on to it for too long either let it be what it is in its fullest and when the time comes to return the petals to the earth, you'll know when that is. Do that too. So I think this message is overall just reminding you that all these blessings coming your way, if they haven't come yet, they're about to. Embrace and don't take them for granted. Embrace that they are there. And, and I find that some of us have probably been in a place of some struggle, a lot of cycles ending, a lot of shifts happening. The energy is pretty 
pretty intense right now and i feel like this is kind of like the sigh of relief type of moment but when once you do reach this point of blooming i want to invite you to really bask in that gratitude energy and remember that whenever we do gain some sort of gift from the universe we are meant to give back give back to mother gaia give back to the universe giving back in some capacity in some way and i think this message is so powerful because it just goes to show that everything is kind of cyclical you know we're going through cycles in life and if you have gone through it this year and you're finally feeling that like sigh of relief embrace it appreciate it bask in it and when it's time to kind of pass it over to your brother, your sister, your your sibling, somebody who needs it, really feel that same gratitude. Bask in that gratitude, even when you no longer have it. I think that's what's important. So I hope this message resonated and I hope it found you well. And I'm so grateful that you were here this week. And again, if you would like to be part of my Patreon account, go check it out. It will be linked in the show notes. And um, that's going to be it for this week's episode of Mystical Frequency. I will be back again next Tuesday for a whole new show. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Mystical Frequency. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and follow the podcast. And share this with someone you love. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Celestial Light Witch, as well as TikTok at Celestial Light Witch. Tune in next week for a whole new show.